face is all red. <laughs> Don't yell like that. Sometimes rocking takes a toll on you when you're, you know. Rocking? Oh, rock and roll? That was rocking. That, that, was, my, that, was? that was my heavy metal baka. You need to work on that boogie. Sorry. What are you talking about? My baka is legendary. It is not. You are not a legend. It would definitely qualify as like a taunting shout in an RPG. You got everyone's attention. There you go. That was a rock baka. That wasn't like some World of Warcraft orc thing. Doesn't matter how many times you do it. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? You're scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast. You're scaring me! The show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Coming to you live from Kathy's special place in some undisclosed location. (laughs) I'm Count Boogie. I'm Kathy. I'm Del. And over there is the devil! Not the devil. Devil. Both. Look, every time she says both is fine. She's just trying to appease you. She's scared of you. (laughs) I'm scared of you. Fear the Reaper, Kathy! Don't ask me why. I am I'm just in that mode. I'm in the mode, Kathy. I guess so. I'm in the mode. What's going on with you? Not a whole lot. I got a lot of things. Do you? I got a lot of things. You know what? What? You know what I mean? I guess we'll just start with this. If you are homeless, sometimes it really sucks. You get a little lonely and you might need a hug. You got no way to cook when hunger calls. So you use your fucking brains and make body heat Body heat balls. Body heat balls, Kathy. Did you take a bunch of ground beef and put them against your stomach? You totally <laughs> just figured it out. <laughs> you figured it. All right. Do you put them under your pits? Because no, no, Kathy. I'm not Mama Cass. God damn it. <laughs> so you know, I don't have a way to cook. You don't have a microwave. I don't have a microwave. You put I it on really... your radiator. Well, I put it on the dashboard during the day. Like I heat up cans of soup and chili and stuff. And when I park in the sun and and you just put the can on the dashboard and literally it just in two hours, it's it's piping hot. You have your can of soup, you know, right there. You're looking at me with horror, Kathy. You're going to get sick. Don't do that. How do you get sick cooking food? The f- soups are already pre-cooked, right? Del, go with me on this. Yes. Okay. So, you know, you cook on the dashboard, but then at night it's cooled off, right? So, like, I bought two packages of pre-cooked meatballs because they were 99 cents each. And I'm like, oh, these these are good teriyaki pineapple meatballs on sale tonight. And you put <laughs> but, them between your legs. No, well, <laughs> kind of. But it was like I ate the first one, but then I, you know, later it's night and now it's kind of cool outside. It's like, you know, 70 degrees and it's like, ah, you know, I don't want to eat cold fucking meatballs. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not going to go inside of, you know, Panda Express and go, hey, can you guys heat up my meatballs for me? You know, maybe McDonald's. Hey, how much did you know get some uh, heat on these meatballs there? Oh, my God. So all of a sudden I said, hey. Hey, hey, I went to massage school 
there was a section of anatomy physiology in there. And I knew from massage school and the matrix that the human body is made of, Kathy, get this, energy. Did you put him between your ass cheeks? I did not, <laughs> Kathy. Now, remember, they're in a bag. They're in a thick, you know, plastic bag. So I said, wait a minute, because I walk, you know, around the Empire Center or Walmart, and I catch my Pokemon, because that's all I have to do from, like, 6 p.m. to 11, 12 at night. And I walk, like, three, four miles a day now. My ass is, like, fucking iron. You want to feel like it? like a rock? You want to feel it? No. You want sure you don't want to feel my Can ass? Can I throw something against it? I mean, it'll just break whatever you throw. Right off. Whatever you throw against <laughs> it, it'll break against my manly metal ass. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, what do I do? And I'm like, the body gives off heat, so why don't I just wear the meatballs and then walk my you know two kilometer walk, like in a belt around your well, body? Look, I got my. I have to wear my weight belt. Oh boogie! So I just, t- I literally, I just, you know, I got my Velcro thing, and I, I just. You know, I undid it and then t- lifted up my shirt and put it under it, you know, put like there. It's but very he, good for insulating. I, oh and my so God. I put it against, and now I even thought more. Check this out, Dell. Dell, be impressed with this type of thinking. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. But we have no one else that's as medical. You know, Muse gone and, you know, Bunny's not, no one's here. And Panda's not here. So I said, well, wait a minute. The fat doesn't conduct heat as much as the muscle. So That's I, correct. So I put it more on the side, mm-hmm. and then that way the muscles would generate more heat while I walked. And I swear to fucking God, Kathy, I walked, and sure enough, it was cold at first. By the time I got around, those meatballs, those meatballs, Kathy. If you are homeless, sometimes it really sucks. You get a little lonely, and you might need a hug. You got no way to cook when hunger so you use your fucking brains and make body meatballs. I opened that package, and those meatballs were probably about 85 degrees, which was warm enough to squirt some hot sauce, some tapatio in the bag, stir it up, oh. and I ate my goddamn meatballs. I was proud, Kathy. Okay, Boogie. I'm sorry you have reached an all-time low. If you are heating up food against your body. Don't that, say that. That's a challenge. That is not an... <laughs> yes, I can go much lower. I have other stories. They're not as flattering. But no, it's like ingenious. I like, I like it figuring out stuff with duct tape or whatever. It's kind of like beat the system. You're like, instead of staring at something, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. What did you do? Did you heat up stuff with your body? No, I did not. I cannot boast that. <laughs> it's all you. God damn it. I was proud of body heat balls. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I laughed the entire time about body heat balls, body heat balls. I don't know, Kathy, if I got more excited about this being something that's going to work in the future, because it will, uh, you know, because I've, unless I'm dead, I'll be putting off the heat, or just, you know, body heat balls cracked me up the whole time I walked. Body heat balls. Uh-huh. Could open up a restaurant. Antonio's a body heat balls. No. They're meatballs. They're not testicles. We (laughs) promise. Just a bunch of fat Italians sitting there with fucking meatballs strapped to them with Velcro. Hey, your meatballs are ready in no time. Hang on, Aguino. He's in a dime of meatballs. The body heat balls. I checked if there was 
you know, uh, you know, a trademark on the name, and there wasn't. So, um, you want to open a restaurant with me, no. <laughs> Buddy, no. eat the ball. I don't know why. I, I really don't sleep much anymore. I'm listening to you. Out, okay. of, out of the room, room of three, only two of the people are on their phones. Okay. Uh, I, 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 all I'm saying is that that is an all-time low. <laughs> Stop heating food against your body. Okay, well. Right. Put it in your mouth. Yeah, after I heat it against my body. See, I was trying to picture him. He either put him in his armpits, in his crotch, or... In between his ass. Why would it have to be gross? Why can't it just what be? The, and the other way isn't gross? No, it's a, it's like what? I don't shower. It's just the side cat looking like your hand. Just your Ew, hand. you touch me! Don't touch me! <laughs> <laughs> How many times am I told you not to touch me? My car's like a blanket fort now. <laughs> <laughs> I also made curtains. The ravioli blanket fort? Well, I made curtains. I made bars inside. So Yeah, you need to have shade. I need, you know, well, at night, I just don't want people staring at me in case I want to master. But don't people come and knock on the <clears throat> window and say, you, you got to move on, buddy? No, it depends on where you park. So far, If which... they're actually, like, doing patrols, then you'd be screwed. Well, we're... Th- it, it was like people have sun shields, and some people just leave them up all the time. You no, you know, you know someone is sleeping in their car, and they're sleeping in their car. Um, but right. I'm at a place where there's a bunch of people, and for some reason so far, even though the police show up and drag people away uh, in the mornings for whatever crimes they're hiding in, in homelessness to uh, avoid, uh, they haven't kicked everyone out. And there's like literally 30 cars in this parking lot. And it's just cars. They don't let motorhomes in there, but you know, right. they don't stop us from parking. I've been there for two months, so fuck it. Why are we talking? I don't know. Oh, okay. We start talking about body heat balls. Oh, because yeah, you okay. made a jingle about it. Uh-huh. And a good jingle. That I made in storage. And now I'm getting a step closer to being legit with the jingles in storage. It sounded good. It's getting better. It's okay. definitely, I'm getting better. I just need to be able to set up the electronic drums because programming rock drums, you know, is just not... Just not. It takes, no. Yeah, it takes me twenty seconds to play it on the fucking kit, and then I got to spend two hours programming it. Got it. So that's the effort I put in. Because you love the podcast and the listeners. I do love the listeners. Okay. Dell, what's going on with you? Did you fuck anybody? Um. Yes, they might be in the room. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well I, it's not me or Boogie. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell by the grinning. Kathy's fantasy. It's like, yes, we secretly have a relationship. That's oh, <laughs> wow. That's, uh, Enjoy let your Let me fodder. think about that for a second. No, I get t- <laughs> there's a shitty... Look, look, she's just... She can't even contain the shit-eating grin on her face. I like know. She just we need ate. to them like a Pokemon the phrase. Like, devil, Mew says Mew. Does devil say sin? The devil just... <laughs> <laughs> that was Did very squeaky. Up? That's works. <laughs> I like it. That works. It was good. Yeah. Well, good. Um, I also went to a pet play event. Um, I wore the chaps that I terrified Boogie with with actual a thong. <gasps> so people were quite fond of it. I, I got groped a lot. Nice. But consensual groping. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Not just some... Not like Folsom Street <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> I, I put my muscle use and did... Standing oral, I felt very masculine doing that. Wow, you what did standing in the whole oral. Like I, hold, I held the person up. Oh, oh, okay. Like pinned him against a wall, something like nah, that. Freestanding, freestanding. Oh, yep. look at that! Wow, 
Did you spin around like and you know put like some eighties? You know, I didn't turn around. It was only it was they, they have like a sex cave, but it was full, and it, it didn't really want to intrude on the sex cave. It was full of people. It, it's a bed, so it's like, hey, look, they're doing missionary. There's not really space to go shenanigan on this, so just stood in the corner by the. Can't you the just like bunny. pee on them and then they'll run away and then it's like territory marking and then you get. I don't to bed. think you're allowed to do water sports at that venue. Oh. Or any venue besides <laughs> the place that shall not be named. Kathy's look. I just... Well, they allow sex there now? Uh, at the place that won't be named? No. Okay, but no. at the uh, professional uh, cardinal direction dungeons, they do. Oh, okay. All right. Go. I almost went back this weekend. I almost went this weekend to the oh. place that can't be named. And uh, I was going to go and visit JJ and some of the people right. down there, but... I was like, oh, I don't want to go and get ready, and mm. I didn't stop by because you got it's like a plan. I got to you know get clothes and then go to the, you know the, you need to spend the spoons and you didn't I have just, the spoons. Yeah, do, do the thing. So I'm like, ah, I'll just go catch Pokemon. Maybe I'll go next week. Did you catch anything good? Uh, yeah, I got all the shiny oddishes I needed. Yeah, I didn't do that yeah. day, so I feel bad. I want it was one. good. It's cute, little fucking green emerald motherfucker. Is that it? Is that everyone's fucking fun? Sure. Um, I got back into work, so that, that's been reaffirming. So, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on now. That life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on that life. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Did you know that, Boogie? Did you know that they've specifically granted us permission to do so? I know they often specifically regret granting that permission. <laughs> well, pers- that's different. <laughs> no, that's that- just fair at regretting, just- like, giving you blanket permission. <laughs> I know, poor fair. It's like, if you can remember your email, if you're like, God damn it, Cassie. can I send, unsend this? Is that it? No. He's going to block us Tough now. Tough shit, fucker. All right, what do we got? We have a post by Daddy's Bound Angel, who is actually a returning author of ours. And this particular post was pointed out by Amazon Princess. Princess, thank you so much for pointing this out to me. I love it when you guys do that and put the at Kathy under the comments and I just, just make a beeline. For that post, my job is done. I don't have to do anything else, Boogie. Well, you, you have to ask. Well, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. All right, this is called Being Little Doesn't Automatically Mean Someone Hurt Me as a Child. And she says, I grew up in a household with a great dad. He went to all of my games, karate tournaments, and school shows. He worked three jobs to provide for his family. He's a good man. Maybe I wanted to find a man that was as good to his family as he was. Maybe I looked for a man that has some of his personality traits and ethics. That doesn't mean I have issues or I'm looking for some replacement for my father. I'm little because it's part of who I am. I am naturally excited about the beautiful and fun things in life. Seeing all the animals at the zoo or fish at the aquarium. I love seeing happy movies that remind me the world isn't all dark. So my little space is not an incesty place. I don't look at my daddy as the man that helped create me as a person. He is the man that created me as the submissive I am and who guides me through life. He teaches me new things, helps me better myself, and does dirty things to me as well. Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge or try to psychoanalyze me. I'm good. I'm happy. My kink doesn't hurt anyone. But sometimes your words do. Hmm. Hmm. Thoughtful grumbles. Hmm. Now, frankly, this... 
this is one of, I've held on to this post for a long time because we had talked about something similar and then I thought, oh, I'm going to try it again. And it, and it turns out we had already discussed it again. And so it kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And I thought this time we're going to use it. And then I, I read some post, another post that was very popular on KMP this last week about um, something similar. And I realized, oh, my God, enough time has gone by that we can talk about this yet again. And um, this other post that I was reading was very judgy, very, why is everybody in the, in the kink community broken? Why is everybody have so many issues? It's filled. I mean, it was just nasty that the king community is just filled with all kinds of people who have issues and mommy and daddy issues. So it was a troll. It was a troll post, and then of course the reason it's on KMP is because everyone just ripped them a new butthole. Believe I'm it or assuming. not, it was the opposite. People really? were going, "Oh, good, you know, good for you for pulling back from the king community so you can get your headspace back." And <laughs> and and the part chamber. I know that's all you were hearing. And I think she may, this person may have been deleting the comments. But one of the things yeah. that, that <laughs> she said in her post that was so just horrible was that the King community is filled with underdeveloped minds, underdeveloped humans. And I thought, you fucking bitch, get the fuck out of here. A, I have a comment for this because this is, <laughs> this is, this is really just old school. Nobody, and I just—I think I just said this like two weeks ago, and I've said this a, a bunch of times on the show, and I will repeat it in this, in this scenario. Nobody who is happy with themselves and happy in their lives and has solid relationships and is a good communicator and has a general self-actualization has time to spare to be a judgmental, hating piece of shit. This isn't about the people that they're judging. This is about them. This is about them being unfulfilled in their own life. This is about them feeling like they don't have a purpose or whatever. So just like every religion, just like every shitty boss or management team, just like every, every instance where somebody needs to elevate themselves above others, they'll start spewing this shit that you're obviously broken because I have to make the whole world just as shitty and unhappy as I am. Or I just I live in that denial and my whole happiness is based on that I can make myself better than other people. Because there is zero factual evidence. There was actually the, there were studies. If Probe Villain was here, he'd be able to quote it. <laughs> um, well, him and, 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 his, and his wife run... A, what is it? The, the fucking Center the for name. Positive Sexuality. Yes, that's it. And I used to do a lot of panels with them. And the research that has come out is actually completely the opposite. People that are into kink and BDSM and in the active community tend to be more well-rounded, better communicating. Uh, no difference of abuse there of any group. It's all the same. Whether you're in a church, a bowling league, stamp collecting, or kinky, there is no actual statistical evidence that anyone was abused more than the other group. There's a percentage, and it's all pretty much the same. But what it does show is that people in this community, because of our you know, uh, attention to communication, negotiation, and consent, that we tend to be more well-rounded. So when somebody comes with these types of rants, 
I mean, you instantly have to just go, this is someone who is probably either in denial or in pain. I, I mean, it's true. There's a reason why this poster, the one that we're actually talking about, wrote, had felt that they needed to write this because they've obviously heard it enough. That what's, what's your daddy issue that you feel you need to be a little and play with crayons and stuffies? And it's that typical knee-jerk reaction that anybody, you would imagine, only people outside of the community have, but clearly... That's not the case. It's also people within the community who have a lot of judgment, uh, not necessarily just specifically about this, but we're talking right now about being little, and and I can understand that because, I don't know, you're a vanilla person, you're looking from the outside in, and you see somebody who uh, feels the need to call someone daddy or mommy, and you wonder, what are they trying to replace? And I, I get it. That's well, the first thing that comes into well, your mind. But what does that have to do with... Uh, it comes back to the same thing. I mean, this is so many things. When you dig deeper, it find you find out that this person is afraid or disapproves or has some bad religious programming that says all of these types of things. There's something in there that they, they internalize that programming and are now saying, because I don't like it and because I'm not into it, it obviously has to be wrong, and now I have to make up some reason why it's wrong, because I'm going to be asked, well, why is this wrong? You're going to, well, because they have daddy issues, because you know this is obviously some type of abuse, and, and this is where you make up your own personal armchair junk science and try to throw that out. But it's, it's just, it, it always comes back to that person. Yeah. Dell, anything? Um... Yeah, I'm with that. I like. I just like playing with Lego. Like, <laughs> screw you. Like, <laughs> like, see, like one of the big things that gets talked at a lot of things. Like, don't kink shame other people's kinks unless kink shaming is either kink and then you're a dirty, dirty little boy or girl. But <laughs> like, no, to each their own. If it's not your jam, fine. But just because someone likes diapers doesn't mean that they're mentally damaged. Like. There, you could be mentally damaged, but it has nothing to do with the fact it's that not, you like diapers. Yeah, <laughs> You're just mentally so. damaged, and you happen to also like that. You know, I can understand. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I can understand the average person not getting what's going on. And but when you're in the kink community itself, like, you should... not saying you should know better, but you've been around... Exactly. And, and, and this is clearly... If you're not understanding something, it's so easy to sit back and judge... Um, you're right. I can I can understand it a lot better from someone coming outside the kink community when you hear the the only thing that ever comes across your radar are the bad things. Like I was just reading that last week, somebody in the UK, uh, two people met in a bus station. They got together. They f- realized their kink is um, playing with uh, breath play. Oh no! Erotic asphyxiation. They went out. They got wasted. They went to the hotel room, and um, the guy strangled her, and within seconds, she was dead. Yeah. And the autopsy revealed that she, she didn't linger at all. It, this one just happened like that. And so that's the kind like, of... So it was like uh, the, the vagal nerve exactly. or stroke or heart attack or something like yeah. that. See, that's a little tip we need to, as, as a reminder, that it's not necessarily just stopping someone's breathing if you stop the flow of blood to and from the brain in some people rare as it may be, you can kill them in seconds just by choking them out. Right. But this is, and that's actually true. This, because of this, we discuss it. And, and the, the people don't, people see this news report and think, oh my God, all kinky people are nasty. Right. There's something wrong with all of them. But they don't realize 
the the truly terrible part about this is that the reason those people came across your radar is because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They didn't do their research. They got drunk, which is number one no-no when you're playing with kink. And they played with something that is, we need another fucking word for that. It's beyond edge play. It's, you're you're playing with someone's life. And it doesn't matter how many times you try it successfully. It only matters that the one time you mess up, you've just cost somebody their life. Sure. Yeah, like you only hear when things go wrong. You don't hear of all the good, like, other, like, if nothing's going wrong, no one says anything. Yeah. And then instantly it's like, oh, that, it's all bad. It's like, mm, statistics. Not not so much, you know. More people die from a coconut hitting them on the head, you know, than getting eaten by sharks. That was uh, Archer Uh from Archer. Uh, Of course, it's from some cartoon. Hey, by the way, have you noticed I'm bringing my A game since I didn't see Creative Explorer this week? This is it. I can see. Do I saw him this week? Sound more animated. You look fresh. I saw him this week again. Yes. Yes, at the place that we don't mention. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I hear it was a very long meeting. You're fresher. It wasn't actually. It wasn't that long. It wasn't that. It was a regular long meeting. But no, I am fresher. Thank you for noticing. Sorry, I'd remind you, but But still, I. I mean, I. I I don't know. It's I a mean, good post I, I think we, and no, she's I think right. we can cover it. It really comes down to the the line at the end where she's like, you know, the only thing you can do to the poster of this is you. People are always going to know. It doesn't matter what it is. You know this. People are always going to judge. People are always going to be insecure, and they're going to lash out at you or anyone that's different than them. It's you know, there. It's it's a it's a human thing. That is an ugly part of, of humanity. So the only thing you can do is work on the last sentence of that and learn how to love yourself enough to see past what other people are throwing on you in judgment. And that way it won't hurt. You know, it won't hurt as much because you understand that's about them. You know, your relationship with your dad is solid. You know, your relationship with your daddy is solid. Other than that, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them all, Boogie. Fuck them all, Kathy. right. Goddamn, fuck them. We got some mail, and we're going to read it. Perverted mailbox, because you need it. Yeah. I love that one. (laughs) You were just watching me word. Just wording it. I just love the fact that now our audience can hear it because I did so. I like stuck my dick in holes. Yes, before we just had to like lip read off of Boogie because he sings along to everything. They just are like, I I saw Devil's face like in one of the Fet Life things with the unicorns fucking each other. Because she hasn't heard. She hasn't heard any of these things, and she's like, "What the fuck am I sitting here?" (laughs) No, 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 wait. I think they've heard some of them at the special. Yeah, continuing. Uh, Oh, okay. Where? Some mail. We got some mail. <laughs> we gonna read it. Go, Kathy. Gonorrhea? Who says gonna read it? Who has gonorrhea? Damn. No one. God. You can you get gonorrhea. Don't judge. You can get an STI from mail. I gotta stop this shit. We got I, some mail. Here's gonorrhea. Perverted <laughs> podcast because you need you, it <laughs> because you should get tested, fucker. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Enunciate. Fucking goddamn it. I don't want to touch the gonorrhea mail. That'll teach you to get on a mic and not enunciate. <laughs> Phrasing. Sorry. Just All right. been watching Archer for four days. We got like three emails to go over. One of them is by uh, from Path Girl who says, just found the podcast off of 
a list on the cage. Remember the cage? The cage. Oh, I shit. That's right. <laughs> she says, love it. Keep up the great work. I love getting these emails from new listeners. Welcome, Path Girl. And I, I can't believe that she heard about us from the cage. Well, the cage. Remember, we used to talk about the cage a lot. Yeah. And I was actually, I actually had an uh, interaction. They said, hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. And, you know, we still post your thing, you know, because remember, we used to talk a lot about them. We, you know, tried to have a segment. And it was in the beginning when they were kind of, you know, they were, they were the new. And I yeah. think it's the cage.co. Dell, can you look that up? Uh, I have some, and, and I had an interaction with them recently and I'm like, Hey, we love you guys, you know, you know, cause they were like, Hey, can we do something? And I'm all, just give us a thing and we'll talk about you because they were good. It was kind of like a fet life, except they have a, you know, kind of a tier program. They have the free section and then they have a paid section, um, that you get more stuff in it. Um, but it's, it's definitely, it's like a smaller, more intimate uh, social networking kind of right. thing, but still with blogs. And then one one thing that I really do like, because look, we have listeners because of it, is they actually have a page that runs down and it's, here's all the BDSM podcasts and stuff like that. I wish oh. Life would have that. Well, welcome Path Girl. It, but they don't. But uh, So yeah. yeah. And, and you got the URL right. It's thecage.co. Thecage.co. So yeah, go check it out. Nice. And it's, you can make a free profile and stuff like that. And I'll read the other stuff on, another time. Yeah, I kind no of problem. forgot about that. Bakura wrote to us again. Yeah. In reference to your, Kathy's not bringing her A game 10%. Well, we want to, he says, we could all use 10% more, Kathy. Yes, we could. <laughs> you replied, by the way. I did. You said it was horrifying to learn that she can't bring her A game on Mondays because she's frazzled. Really, Boogie? I'm it frazzled? Was, I was horrified. Frazzled. I, horrified. I swear to God, I think I bred gonorrhea, you know, just from yeah. this, I just bred it. <laughs> Dale, you're not going to live this make a gonorrhea sandwich? (laughs) (sighs) Stop with that yell, (laughs) that rebel yell. No, that was more like, yeah! That's rebel yell. Finally, Mel wrote to us again. She says, hey guys, hope you're doing well. Uh, Just wanted to see if I could catch you before you go on the show tonight to make a wee request. It's a wee request. You know, that's what you get gunnery on. (laughs) We. (laughs) Stop weeing. She says, if it's not any trouble, could you play at the end of the show the self-breast exam song? Yes. You know, since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. Also because my mom got her latest mammogram results back today and is officially five years cancer-free. Woo! I think it's a good idea. I think it is. I just totally, I blanked on it. it. Well, no, I have it. (laughs) And uh, we made the video and interviewed that one breast cancer survivor. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible uh, product. You know, I did a horrible job producing the video. The audio and the interview was awful. And plus, we had no idea what we were supposed to be doing. Mm. Um, but it was really cool. We did And that. it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun song. So I'll put that on. Breast cancer awareness, self-breast exam every 30 days. Mm-hmm. And uh, do all your medical Got to touch exam. the boobies. Got to touch the boobies. Got to touch them in the right way. It can help. And also no, the testicles. But that's for the men folk. Men folk. Is there a... Men get breast cancer, too. Yes, yeah, we can I also know. get breast cancer, but we also are supposed to check our testicles for... That's it's a similar but slightly different check. I, I can help with that. Do you want to check my testicles, I'll have to put on gloves because I'm not touching your... Putting skin on skin, I'll tell you that right now. We're fine now. with that. <laughs> I love how he's saying Dell's to you. T- We're fine with that. <laughs> I can Wait. speak in the royal we. Boogie can, like, step out from that. <laughs> you want to you check my nuts? I'll check your nuts on the show. I'll have to go online to figure out how to do it. 
What could go I can wrong? fondle them like nobody's business, <laughs> but to wrong? actually check them for... You're just going to be all twist, twang. <laughs> it's mostly yeah, trying to find uh, like abnormal bumps or hardness. Right. <laughs> you keep tugging on them like that, you'll get some abnormal hardness. <laughs> oh! Oh! Gonorrhea! You know that... Anybody on the other side of that garage door is listening to us going, what the fuck is going on in there? It's a gonorrhea farm. You know, we have Dell as our guest host today, and he has a host topic. You do realize Well, then that, I'm right? going to press the host topic jingle button thing. Suck on my man nipples, you're going to get an earful. Host topic's better than sodomizing a werewolf. <laughs> is that you when you get sodomized? Oh! It's, it's contagious. Did you just see? That was a Delpaca. <laughs> no, I do because. <laughs> but that's not a werewolf, so it doesn't go you on scared theme. Her devil. Scared <laughs> devil. She's like, ah. <laughs> Delpaca directly into the mic. Yes. You, back here. Yeah, Baca. Baca! What's the topic, Dale? <laughs> radar. The topic is radar. Radar from MASH? Oh, no. It's, You're so it's old. A, he played drums. Radar is a relationship check-in um, system that is um, created by Multi-Amory, which is a different podcast. Oh, no. I've listened to other things besides this You one. mentioned another podcast. <gasps> but, yes. I'm all clueless. I'm all, huh? <laughs> I'm going to turn off my mic now. Oh, God. Enunciating. So, are there um, chicks there? Yes, there are chicks. They also have. Do they want to cross podcast? So what? if you don't have time, you can just read. Well, okay. Yes, they're so fancy. So um, <laughs> radar. I mean, is... they're fancy. They actually do writing and academia and stuff. And we're just idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the thing he handed me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it looks <laughs> unprofessional. <laughs> yes. So it's an acronym, like many things. So it's an acronym for review, agree, discuss, action, and reconnect. And I, um, I'll go over them. Oh, but that's, now that so sounds remember. interesting. Yes. Okay. So it's meant for, um, it was originally created because they're a polyamorous podcast, but you can use this for uh, monogamous dynamics or kink dynamics because they're, it's focused on just relationships in general. Sure. You, um, you, uh, so the first bit is a bit harder if you haven't done one before, but it's reviewing what you went over for the last one. Um, update anything that's happened since your last check-in. This is a kind of um, relationship check-in that you would do on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, just a, an agreed-upon basis. So somebody needs to take notes so you remember what you discussed yes. the last time. So Which in my case, I, I did mine in a Google document. So there's a mutual copy. So you had a meeting with your partner yes. or partners. So reviewing, the review section is going over previous ones. Like the minutes from the last. That's yes. old business, man. <laughs> it might sound familiar to old, some people Old business, in the new business. That's um, awesome. So uh, what's happened since the last and also um, scheduling. But, um, and then you agree to what you're going to talk about, which you, you'll have like ch- uh, general baselines, but you can tailor it to your own. Um, so the default ones you can talk about, it's like, oh, how's your health, your other partners, how's work, um, travel, um, family, household, miscellaneous, quality time, sex. So various different formalized relationship topics. Um, you can add your own. Like, um, you probably wouldn't talk about other partners if you're monogamous, but if you're poly or you can also just talk about other kink partners in there. Um, and that. Or that's just agreeing to what you're talking about. And then the discuss is you go through the list in order. Like it's an agenda list. You do one at a time. You're not jumping around. You're doing each topic. Um, 
So you go through them all. Even if everything's okay, it's like, oh, your other partners are good. We haven't, or like d- discussing issues. So one of the ones I forgot to mention, fights arguments. So um, if you have some... You have a section for that? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Have, <laughs> We've now reached you have the some fight and argument, you shit no, no, no. fucker. No, it's not a requirement to fight and argue. Yeah, that no, is no. amazing. No, <laughs> any like conflicts <laughs> of like, oh, things, but... Um, this is meant for if you have some issue, don't just save it for this. But if it's not like a pressing concern of we need to address this now when it comes up, like uh, an argument you're having with your partner, just like some ongoing issue or difficulty or miscommunication, you would talk about it in that section. Okay. And then discuss as you go through the list. Action points. Um, it's good to talk about topics, but if you don't actually have concrete things you're going to do about it, it's not that effective, or at least this system is. So first you discuss the list and what it is, and then you discuss how you're going to deal with it? Um, <sighs> you, um, you agree on the list, you talk about each item, mm-hmm. and then action points is you um, decide between you, like, okay, how are you going to fix this or change this? Got so it. like examples for mine for quality time. Um, I made a spread. Uh, we had with a partner unstructured eight days and they weren't that structured and they had a bit of issues with that and i also had stress of oh no we're not doing anything so we made a group collect we had an action point of make a date list so we have Mm. now a spreadsheet of these are possible date ideas we can just do um and you know i would imagine that the more your poly family grows the longer these meetings go i mean everybody's got a way yes but uh, of things of you could do them um one-on-one or all together um the way this was set up, it was just a one-on-one between two partners, not all of them at a kitchen table. I imagine you can do it that way, but that would make it a bit more cumbersome. It would make them quite long. You'd have to... Right, yeah. Um, well, if you are all... Uh, if you're having issues with one another, yes. you kind of have no choice. Yeah. So if there's like four of you... It would... depends on your system of polyamory, because yeah. if you're at kitchen table, then that would be applicable. If you're more like... Don't talk about it like this would might just be like. Right. But yeah, um, other actionable goals you could. Mm. Other actionable goals <laughs> is like um, setting up um, like sex with things of like, oh, you're going to talk about other partners. Let like get testing. Like one of ours was like get testing done to like be, to mesh because we weren't doing it before. Um, other ones of work of me trying to schedule my work on my calendar and do it more consistently, just trying to talk about stuff of actionable things, not just like, oh, I should be better at housework. It's like, no, say you're going to do the wash every week or something, that that kind of stuff. So this is basically like marriage counseling workshop for type A personalities kind of thing. Is Wait, is tight? What's be, what's the real fastidious like? I, you this. have you have a more you, like you talk about co- going to the table and when you sit down at the table. Well, this is just incredibly structured. No, it's not. It's very. This, it's no. You're a type A personality. Well, the no, way I, I'm describing it, it's very structured. But like, as long as you're writing something down, like you could just talk about small things of me saying action points, like, um, I, like you know, if if you're discussing the list. And suddenly you find yourself discussing how you're going to take care of this particular issue. You don't have to hit the gavel and go, ah, that's not time in the meeting for the actionable <laughs> It just sounds very like, okay, you must do this and you have to talk about these things in order and it's going to be, which I would assume. It's a framework. For some, for, I would assume for some people, not me, that um, 
This might stress them out too much. Well, no, no, no. That would stress me out. I'm, I'm just sitting here with my eyes just completely. The like, larger, ah. the larger the group, the more discipline you need in a meeting. And that's what I'm saying. So I, I totally get that this is not my archetype, but I could see so much. No matter what, anything, and you go through these things when you do marriage counseling and relationship counseling. It's that having that monthly sit down where you do all these check ins and and you have it, and to have it organized like that. Um, if you can stay consistent with it, everyone gets very excited for like the first uh, couple times. And then it's, you need that one leader that's very fastidious and making the list and, you know, like the Kathy of the group or the Dell of the group that can keep you on track. I, you know, I'm listening to him. He was, he's not even done. And I'm listening oh. to him talk about this. And, uh, I recognize a lot of that, that creative explorer and i do we may not do it in that order and we may not do it every month on the first of the month but and i've recognized in hearing that stuff that you do when you sit down you just maybe aren't that um disciplined about making sure you follow this particular free format. form the nice word is free form organic you know i mean and, and once again depending on your time i'm surely not dissing this just because it confuses me that's not my brain I, every time I have tried to do something like that, that's why I don't have a master-slave relationship, why I didn't finish a good contract, all of those things, because I'm not good at that. But no matter, even if I'm not the brain type for that, I can surely see the value in making a commitment monthly to sit down and checking in with your partners and running down a list of, of these types of things. And if you wanted to make it a bit less stressful, like um, there's this master list, you could not have a master list. You could just be like, what difficulties are we having this month? Like if, or keep like three or four is, points. This list is like 11 things. Like you could just be like, what do we want to talk about this month? Um, and then the last R is reconnect of after this. I'm, I would also maybe find like if you're having a bad month. Like, it, you're, this is mental energy. The last one is reconnect. It's appreciation. Turn the tables and share and listen. Give compliments. Do a fun activity. Have sex after doing this. I like that part. That, they literally suggest that was fun a good activity, part. massage or cuddle, etc. Like, after uh, this serious thing, relax. Be popcorn in a movie. Together. Yes. Finger pop in a movie and hole. pop into them. <laughs> Del made a funny. Del made a funny. <laughs> I don't know. I have the, the laughter thing. So you've integrated this into your Well, group. I'm starting to. Uh-huh. I've had one of them, and I have another one upcoming in about a week. Have you noticed anybody saying, you know, this is just more work than I want to do? Um, not yet. I'll let you know if, I say, if they come back and say this is a terrible idea. Because that's I, a possibility, right? If somebody doesn't like it. I don't think like anyone's going to come. I mean, because to come back and say... It's going to have to be more subtle than that. No one's going to come back and say, I don't think we should sit down every month and communicate and have, have this be organized and very, very But if good. it were you, you'd be like, if oh, it, my brain is if, hurting. If it were, yeah, if it were me, I'd bitch like a fucking, <laughs> like just curl in a ball and fucking fart. But, um, but no, I think everyone recognizes the fact that any consistency in your communication, and if you can maintain, and this is where I'm like rooting for Dell because he's good at this shit, that you can create it as being something that's fun. Like people go to support groups every month, like in the community, they have the mass meeting and they have a, what's the, there's a poly support group and there's a bunch. And then of course you have all the AAs and groups and, and things like that. And the thing that is, that keeps you going back is that it's 
A, not too long, because if you bore the shit out of people, they won't want to play the game. It's a kindergarten rule. You know, stop the game at the peak of the game so they'll want to play the game again. That's where AA meetings used to be 90 minutes. Everyone wanted to fucking cut their eyes out after that. So they cut them all to an hour, and now people are like, well, I can do that. So it it's really, I mean, I'm rooting for you to just keep it energized and because and, it is very positive. Also, just of things of possibly, um, it's also from other psych things of don't make the goal, like make them concrete. Don't make them... Ab- things that you're going to fail. Like, don't try to set up goals you're not going to meet. Like, I had one for um, work of... Um, I would, like, work 20 hours a week. I'm like, okay, we know, like, that's not that much, but that's my life. Like, oh, work 80, hour, 80 hours a week. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Don't set that goal that you're going to fail. Right. And, it's, relationships are hard enough without setting yourself up for failure, Yeah. Right? And so far of me looking at my list, I... Um, so far, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the nine are actually succeeding slash we've done them. Yeah. One of them is empirically failed because I did not restart keto on October 1st, but oh, well, (laughs) that was just one of nine. Can't win them all, Del. Damn it, keto! (laughs) Not now! I'm sorry. I was thinking Pink Panther. What are you doing? I was thinking Pink Panther. They also just had other, like, not the radar thing, but they just had other things of um, in the podcast for that one specifically. So what's the what's the uh, web address for them? Um, their address or is, just yeah is multiamory.com. Multiamory. Multiamory. Well, thank them if you know them. Very nice. That's a tell good, them it was nice to talk about of, that. Never thing. heard of radar, and it is based whatever whatever you have to do. The more you can make an exciting time out of, you know, having that check in. I, I think I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think that's no. that's a great thing. After hey, after I would five years of Creative Explorer and I together, we're about to try something new this weekend. Oh, the great. amount of discussion we need to have is ridiculous. Every tiny little this thing we the, have to discuss. This is the Kathy gives up her her will yes. and allows Creative Explorer to completely take you yeah. wherever he wants to go. Exactly. Which might be to play a board game. Oh my God, that, that would, would be, be awful. I'll tell you why that's not going to happen because his <laughs> the way he wants to do this is he wants to consider me property almost like a thing. And property don't. So play you're games. the exactly. dice. You're the dice cup. Then. Well, you could be. An I AI. could be that. He just yes. literally well, shoves all the could... dice in your pussy and <laughs> says, "Roll, roll it, bitch." Well, not, <laughs> not to give him ideas, but he could just hand you a sheet of list and make you an AI. It's like do these things in this order. That's very true. Yeah. So creative. If you heard that, I didn't say that. I will come back and beat you into the ground <laughs> if he does that. She'll come back very refreshed. She'll need twenty percent. <laughs> Oh, boogie. She'll need 20%. Well, I think it's going to be... So, wait, I had a question for you. I don't remember it because I was like <laughs> that, an hour... That might make asking it hard. It was an hour ago. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Let's I'll talk about the show. Let's talk yeah, about this on the show. But you never write this shit down. You have these ideas, these questions. And you mocked you my want. organization I skills. know. No, that's <laughs> why I said I would fail miserably at your... Oh, every yes. time okay. I have ever tried to be like super organized... 
I've always failed. So, well, good luck with your play thing. Oh, I'm just so nervous and excited at the same time because this is dealing with Creative Explorer, Explorer in a way I've never dealt with him before. I don't know if I'm going to like it or hate it. What I mean, the only thing we know for sure is we're going to go into it completely not knowing what's going to happen, and we're okay with that. Okay. Layering the expectations. Now then, I remember... Uh-uh. What I was going to say, yes. which is so rare. I swear to God. It totally is rare. Um, what was it? Um, oh, my God. Shut up. Obser- uh, you you said neither of you like objectification or that's that's not your kink. Um, so I'm still unclear on on what that entails. You're, you're going to be his. It's about objective. It, it's he's not going to objectify it, you property. He's going to consider me. Property. He's going to consider you property. Yes. How, in your words, because to me, I'm like property objectification. You're an object property. This is a question I actually literally asked him right before we started the show was we were on the phone, we were talking, and I I said, you know, right now when it's just the two of us, we have the the protocol that we do have is uh, you are in charge. You do take into account a lot what I want, um, but... We discuss things. We engage in conversation. We talk. We, I'm, something comes up. Hey, what, let's watch this movie or this series. What did you think about it? And I said, the way that we've been talking for this last hour, discussing what the rules are going to be, uh, how you're going to be treating me, how you will think about me, it sounds like that is not going to be conducive to discussing things with Kathy. It's almost like Kathy isn't going to be there. And he said, that is the one area that is completely in the dark for me. I don't even know how that's going to play out because it's true. When we get in the car to go get some dinner, what am I going to do? Just keep my mouth shut the whole time? I don't discuss things with him. I don't say anything. He you doesn't You got to tell say, that hey, bitch how to drive. God damn it, creative <laughs> explorer. He does. Oh, my God. He tailgates like you would not oh my believe. God. Man, this is an Italy motherfucker. He Back waits off. till the last fucking minutes to slam on him his brakes. It almost feels like we're going to ra- ram into this guy. And then he tailgates people. And then when he takes a turn, he gets so impatient. He, he makes the widest fucking turn possible so that he can go as fast as he can. If he sees a speed bump, he doesn't slow down. He just goes through it at full speed. And I'm just like hitting the ceiling. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get in the car and, and sit in the passenger seat Headphones. and not say anything? Headphones. Install many apps on your phone and play games. <laughs> just I think games. I will. BJJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. JJ on the phone. During his, during the place that we don't talk about, the part where it was his turn, he sat on the phone the entire time playing a game. During the... No, no, no. during anything, he's just playing, like, phone oh, games. That's funny. That's all he fucking does. <laughs> we love you. I think that's a good tactic, by the way. I think I'm going to have to download so quite we still, a few games. So, we, so we're now going to discover if this is, in fact, objectification. Well, I've heard objectification when I when people have described it to me as two different things. L- literally, I consider you a stool that I'm going to put my feet up right. on, and you yeah. don't speak, you don't hardly even move. You get into this place and you stay there until mm-hmm. I get you out. And then the other objectification, which is I'm treating you like a thing. I'm fully aware that you are a human being, but you you have no more autonomy. You have no free will. Um, I don't even care about your thoughts because, as far as you're concerned. 
I'm your property. You're my property. So right. I shouldn't, I've ha- heard I shouldn't it dis- have to think about you because you're, you're a thing. Yeah. I've heard it dis- uh, described in both of those ways. Neither one of those I'm terribly happy about. Um, and yet I am insanely interested to see how it's going to affect our relationship because one of the things is we have an, an appointment early in the morning on Saturday and, and I said, how, how are we going to deal with that? Are you going to get me out of that headspace and say, now you have your autonomy back because I need to discuss things at this appointment that we're going to. Right. Um, and then afterwards I, I said, I was very careful. I said, All right, what are we going to do to make it apparent that now we're back because you need to guide, you need to be, you're the one in charge. So you're the one who has to decide how, how is that going to happen? I don't think I'm going to, it's not, he already knows that it's difficult for me to uh, ping pong back and forth quickly and easily and anything that we do, whether it's me topping him as puppy or I, I have to get into that headspace. So that, li- that kind of minutia is what we have been discussing. So he's going to, so it'll be like some sort of ritual protocol kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, something maybe, like that. Yeah, puts, absolutely. Takes the collar off, puts it back on, yes. slaps his dick across your face a couple of times. And uh, let's hope he does heal, not bitch. do that. Heal. He does that in both. Heal. How would that distinguish no. anything? Just not slap his dick across <laughs> Just don't a, ruin my fantasies. Just across, <laughs> just across your nose. Bop you on the nose with my dick. <laughs> Boop. There's something about that that is so entertaining, Boop. and like just literally, like someone's kneeling in front of you, and they're like all like in that worship mode, and then you and just like, literally, you just literally, <laughs> boop, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "I am a god." Only you, Boogie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever booped someone with my dick. But you should, it's and tell us what now. happens Let's next put time. it yes. on the list. Just I imagine st- I might be punched. Just It'll stand, be worth it, just though. Just standing over. <laughs> Devil's all just Just a have a pan, like, right in one hand, and then just go, boop, and then put the pan in front of your dick. <laughs> but, so then they'll break their but, hand on but your... But now they've heard that, so now they'll just hit me with the pan. Yeah, she's right here in the room, you know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> t- let me think laughing. about it. <laughs> Or then just go boop and then pee right in her face. <laughs> and it'll like sting her eyes. She'll be like, ah! And then you can run. You're so, so lucky she I'm has like, a sense of humor. Maybe. Now I'm like that, that spitting dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Yeah, oh. you're like, oh. piss. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> No, Which boogie. is its own kink in itself. It'd be great. It'd be great to talk about afterwards on the show while you're limping in here. <laughs> Well, it didn't go well, Boogie. (laughs) (laughs) He's curled in a ball. He's he's got a walker with brand new tennis balls on it. It'd be good. We're not precise. We don't have lice. And we are not always nice. But we're here if you need some fucking advice. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) We have an email from this. uh, These are letters. FNMO. FNMO, FNMO, who said, I just wanted to tell you all how much I love your show. I'm catching up on past episodes and I'm on 167. He is fast approaching. People's I am. He's, uh, yeah. He's, yeah. My wife and I are very much into kink and we love it. We live in a small town next to a decent sized city that has a small community and we are actively talking about going to Munches to learn about our community. Bravo. Now, here, just listen carefully because this is a little bit complex one. He says, my wife is a very dominant woman outside of the bedroom, but loves to be submissive behind closed doors. That's a fairly common thing. Fairly common, yeah. But it can be a bit intimidating as a top. 
because I feel I lack some qualities outside the bedroom to become a better top. I suffer, suffer from some of the same things that Boogie does that make me feel weak and worthless at times. If you have any tips to help me become a stronger person so I can help my wife feel more secure as my bottom, it would be much appreciated. And he ends by saying again, thanks for the show. We both love everything all you do. Please stay around for a long time. I am poor, so at this time I am said to say I can't contribute monetarily. But when I hit the lottery, I will set up a trust so you won't need sponsors and can continue to keep the show the wonderful mess that it is. <laughs> See? What a fucking mess, man. See? And it's wonderful. People understand. You have double that, their lottery chances. That, that not, <laughs> not having commercials fucks no. is good for a show. Wait, can God I just damn. say the last thing he says? Um, could I get a pic of Kathy's tits? I love big tits. <laughs> What nerve? If you ask, you never know. Kathy may be like, here, my titties. No, hey, can I just take this time to dispel a common myth that fat women all have big tits? Oh, I wish that that were true, but alas, it is not so for me. I do not have big tits, so I'm sorry I cannot accommodate you. But could you flap a titty on his head? Not flapping a titty on anybody's head. And nope. Then, and then pee in his face? No. And then run? Not pee. Well, just starting to I'd think. have to run after that. <laughs> Pee in a man's face. Pee in a man's face. It'd pay you $500. I had a friend who was like a high-priced prostitute long, like 15 years ago. And it was great because she, she, she had epileptic seizures. Uh, and uh, what am, where am I going with this? I anyway, no she used idea. to be a high-priced prostitute in the past. And she used to talk about you know all the freaky things rich guys have them do. And she had this one, this one guy that would uh, just literally pay her 500 bucks to just lay down in her tub and she would pee on him and give her the 500 and she would leave. And oh. he would call, he's British, and he'd be like, oh, just stop drinking your tea. You know, and that's the, the sign for he's coming over. And literally, she'd just literally go and pee on him and 500 uh, bucks. For 500. I will fucking pee on a bunch of people <laughs> for 500 bucks. Oh, my God. I mean, she was more attractive. And she had seizures, which was kind of hot. Um, because I would help her through. You know, we talked about that on the show before, but it was just funny because we had sex, and then like I didn't do it, but every time I'm like, oh my god, because it's like a full body cramp when you have a seizure, and I'm like, what would it feel like if I tried to get my dick in that? You know, at that at that, like cold steel, bitch. (laughs) And she's all like, and I'm like, yeah, it would be great. And I every time she wakes up, I I look at her and I go, I didn't. You know, when she comes out, it takes about five, ten minutes to come out of it. And I'm like, no, I didn't, but I thought about it. She's like, thank you. You're, you're a pig. You're and a real gentleman. You're a real <laughs> gentleman. Thanks for not raping me during a grandma seizure. But anyway, uh, now that I've established myself as such a wholesome fella. Mm. Um, what? My first response is go watch four seasons of Archer. And, uh, and, and, and just listen to Archer and what a fucking sociopath, amazingly pig pig that he is. Why is this something that, that he should watch for crying out loud? Well, he was asking I, for top advice and this I, is where he's going. That's is, where you're going with this you, top ca- advice? Kathy, I have, Archer, a yes. cartoon. Yes, Archer the cartoon. Hey, I um, thought you would draw on your own experience because you actually I, I'm going to. to you. I would say start with things, and the reason I say start with Archer is because that's the funny, overly confident guy that gets a lot 
of fucking sex. That character is over the top. And that type of character is in a lot of ways in a more in a more ethical way that is me that is that is when i changed to stop because in here he's like how can i be a better dominant for her so i can do this for her at some point something's got to be about you otherwise it's not the dominance that a lot of submissives are interested in you know what? You are just a top. You hit the nail on the fucking head right there. That is absolutely 100% true. And I also believe the writer was asking how to be a better top. They weren't asking how to be a better dom. What was the word? Well, that's top. That's, that's, yeah. and well, he said in the, she likes to submit. And if she likes to submit, that means she needs a dominant character. Even if you're just a top and you're just performing things, there is still a matter of not asking every 15 seconds, is this okay? Do you like this? Should it be a little harder? Is this okay? Because that works for some, but for for people that really want to submit, they want to be fucking taken, and they want to feel like you are using them. Now then, of course, as Kathy has eloquently, over hundreds of episodes, talked about the communication and, and how there's an understanding of limits and, and whatever. But there, but there is still a basis of that, I know that this person is going to take charge of this situation. Yes, the more firm and actually the meaner creator explorer gets, the more wet I get. I don't, I can't put it any, any better than that. And here's the thing: um, I understand what he's talking about. I understand exactly what he's talking about because it is very different from who you are during regular hours. Sure. You are somebody who takes, particularly this guy. You take some, other people's feelings into account maybe even more than you should but that's it's the overwhelming part of your personality to be a dominant then a, a i'm not gonna say a good dominant but to be an aggressive dominant you need to access the other part of you and if you're not used to or comfortable accessing that other part of you well it's no wonder you're having problems so sure. th- first of all give yourself a break you're, you're trying to be something that you're normally not so it might take some effort. But the other thing is, it really is quite as simple as you said. You have to concern yourself foremost with what you want. And this is um, very apropos because in discussing with Creative Explorer what he was going to do, he was saying, look, I'm, I'm going to have absolutely no trouble thinking of myself first this weekend because it really is going to be all about me. And you're the one who's going to almost pay for that <laughs> because you're going to be at my mercy. And, and you, you know me well enough to know that I have absolutely no trouble accessing that part of me. And I said, that, thank you for that, because quite frankly, without that attitude from you, this exercise is ridiculous. Why even do it? There would be no reason for us to embark on this crazy weekend that we're about to have if you did not take that authority because that's what I'm asking for. I want to find out what happens when I have no say whatsoever. Right. And so he needs to access that part of himself where he's thinking of himself first. It's as simple as that. It's just like you said, you've got to think of what you want, what your needs are. And that may seem counterintuitive. Because and it doesn't, it doesn't, mean, doesn't mean you don't care about your bottom. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't care bottom. about the other person. It doesn't mean you haven't spent five years negotiating with this person and you know that he cares, but in that moment, you are each 
taking on that role. Exactly. I literally asked him, what, how, is, how are you going to approach? I need to understand how you're going to approach when you come up to a crossroads and you, I don't know, have the inclination to or the possibility maybe of doing something that you know full well isn't just something I don't like, but actually something that I almost can't stand. And I, I gave him an example. I said, you know that I get very claustrophobic when you hold me down for too long or when I go to move and you won't let me. Um, and I need to know what will your frame of mind be? Are you just going to push past that and do it no matter what? Or he, and he, he, I'm going to paraphrase here. I'm probably going to do a bad job, but he said it in a very easy way for me to understand. He said, I would, you're, I'm considering you my property and I would no more make you do something you're incapable of doing than I would take a remote control for the TV and throw it against the wall. Why would I do that? It's not capable of withstanding that. So I need to take care of my property. I need to take care of that person. So just because you're thinking of yourself first doesn't mean you don't take care of that person. And they are two separate things, and it can seem as if they aren't. But if you can wrap your mind around that concept and realize that you taking yourself first does not mean you are ignoring the person you love at all. And if you can do that, you'll understand how to be a better dominant because that's what they want from you. Absolutely. There's my two cents. Nothing else. It's, it's, you know, and once again, just as I'm thinking of things for if we have new listeners, you know, which I know we have some new listeners, that female dominance and male submissives, it's the exact same thing. There is no difference. It is still, uh, there's no barrier. I know a lot of times we talk about, you know, the the het versions, you know, because I'm a guy and girl stuff, but, um, uh, these are also the same conundrums that everyone of all genders, chosen non-genders, go through. I don't know why I just had to add that in. I, was I mean, it's about true. It. We're discussing him and, and her right now. Yeah. But any dominant, any top who has low self-esteem issues, has trouble accessing that part of them, who is selfish, is going to have trouble going down this path. Could, because, and you're gonna, you have no choice. If you want to do it well, you're going to have to engage that part of you that you are not comfortable engaging. All I can say for myself is my balance between Archer and <laughs> uh, fucking Pam had the greatest <laughs> something. She's like, you're such a, you're such a little bitch. Your balls are made out of pussy. I thought it was probably <laughs> the funniest fucking line. I actually snorted in the library. It was great. Fucking love Pam. Oh my God. But the, that finding that balance between a comical version of that level of confidence with uh, the opposite sex or whoever you're attracted to and finding that balance of also still caring and whatever that has been because I was this, I was completely at the mercy of every female I ever encountered probably up into my early 30s, mid 30s, and surely uh, a huge shift once I got into the lifestyle in, you know, uh, you know, 11 years ago. And the amount, I did not find a separation between caring about someone and taking what's fucking mine and finding that predator. And when you do find that, I all I can say without sounding arrogant or cocky, and I don't give a fuck if I do, fuck you, um, 10 times more fucking partners than I've ever had in my life 
just because I know what the fuck I want and I don't mind grabbing someone by the hair. You give me permission to do it, I will fucking do it. And that attitude alone has has just been it's it's opened the doors to everything. I will add that that attitude alone can open the doors for you, but those women would not be coming back if, if you did not also offer care and attention. Absolutely. So that and that's, aspect and that's, that you it, give, that's, that's the whole package. And obviously, you don't just go. Gra- okay, I have. Um, uh, you know, I still asked, <laughs> but it, it happened very quickly. Um, it doesn't mean you don't still negotiate and talk, but you can still do it in a way that I am not afraid of you saying no to me. I am not afraid of you rejecting me. I will literally just allow you to go on with your life, and I will go find someone that wants what I have to offer. And I have no problem with that. I can get through the butt hurt. It always hurts to be rejected. But you know what? Totally cool, because I know who I am. Living in a fucking car, I could go out right now and find partners because of that confidence. Right. Yeah. So Very go true. get a little of that. And Watch. you're going to make mistakes, man. Don't, oh, yeah, well, don't, don't fucking. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple. <laughs> don't, don't, think that, don't think that that's a bad thing, that that marks against you if you, if you not everything goes 100% great. You're going to, just just more information for you to have. Yeah. And to make the scene better next time. I'm glad he, I'm glad he emailed. Yeah. I'm glad he emailed because in, in, until I had people in, to mentor me, and certain things like don't talk yourself out of the pussy. What a, what a fucking Jesus Christ. I wish that was written on my mirror when I was 17 years old. Um, and just, you know, it, there's just things. That's why we have a community is so we can talk about these things. And people can say, oh, I'm embarrassed or I feel this or whatever. And it's like we're all humans. And, and most of us sucked before we got good at anything. You know, some people are naturally, you know, really good at things. I sucked at pretty much everything I've ever done in my life until I really worked at it. And there's a few things. There's still a lot of things I suck at, like life. But um, but as far as getting partners, I don't I don't suck at that right. anymore because I worked at it. Tell you didn't have anything to add, did you? Because we've just been yapping away by ourselves here. Um, I was just building off, of, wanted to build off a bit of boogies of, he mentioned Archer, that... um. I haven't watched that much of it, but meant just focusing on confidence of there's many different types of doming styles and they're all, most of them are pretty good. Um, like I was going to say equally valid, but then there's some styles I wouldn't endorse, sure. but like mine, I just, if you see me out and about in general, like I'm a bit silly, I just amp that up and I'm a playful top. I'm a switch. So I lean into that. I embrace that and I play people, play with people who like that sure so i don't try to be a character that i'm not oh that's a good, uh, yeah, good yeah, point be yeah. genuine yeah yeah yeah, yeah we didn't think of that probably should have thrown that in <laughs> we're idiots yeah. well i mean but that's that is my genuine you know my genuine yeah i'm not saying is, it's not but it's no, just no, like no. don't try to be don't fake like you can fake it to make it if that's kind of your personality of it's close to who you are yeah you can but work don't it. try to be someone who you're not yeah ultimately you'll get to a point it, you know, it's it's like the, the age old in the community. I started as a submissive or I started as a submissive, became a dominant or I came in thinking I was a dominant. And turns out that I, I really I really identify as a submissive. You know, ultimately, your path is is your path and you're going to you're going to attach to what you attach to. That was a good point, Dell. 
It's a reason why we have him it's here. It's a reason why we have you here. <laughs> That's right. Throwing that thing. Oh, yeah, by the way. It, Googling, throwing in thoughts. Th- throwing in thoughts. Zom- er, zombie labia. Um, zebra labia. Zebra labias and dominance. Well, that's Zombie it. labia. Is there anything wow. else we got? I think that's it, Boogie. Yeah! Oh, my God, that's so loud. <laughs> that is our show. <laughs> is Thank you so much, Dal and Double, for joining us in the Love Lab tonight. Well, sorry, I keep saying fucking Love Lab. This is going to turn into the Love Lab. No. No. no, it's no. We got to find we make, Yeah, we got to actually have special. We got to actually have sex and do demos in here for that. No, that's not going to happen. No. So yeah. And thanks so much for bringing your topics. That was a really yes. very insightful uh, radar. Ra- yeah. Radar boogie. <laughs> you and I should Clinger. employ that when we have podcast meetings. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I'll totally just be like, I'll boo. <laughs> Just tell playing me what the to jingles, do. Playing the topic. Yeah. <laughs> Just same yeah. thing. You want a jingle? If you have questions or comments or ideas for Boogie or Kathy, get off your lazy asses and send them to us already because I'm getting down on stuff to talk about. Email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me with your judging you. when eyes. When did you last check it? Uh, a couple weeks ago. You, are, you have time for this. Are that, you saying that nobody is email, is is calling us and leaving messages? Kathy, I, I'm in a. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Do you know Do you know what manic I, is? Uh-huh. Manic is. I'm sure there's. You 10, have all the energy, but not for that. Yeah. Well, no, I have all the energy, and I sit, and you're just like, what do I do? What What, what can I do? And all the voices are going, and it's like you're like, I know I can do things. I have to. I want it. I'm bored shitless. I want to do things. Can the, one of the yin-yin-yin-yin voices be Kathy saying you check out that fucking... You know, if, if, you, if you really want... I want to get into your head and, and be it, one of the... you also have if the, you the really, code for it, too? If you really want a solution, Kathy... Yes? Could you please text me once a week and say, go check the message? No. Well, then now you're just being stubborn. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, Boogie. I'm not going to you know, kiss your ass and tell you what to do. I didn't ask Can you I to. Can I be your personal secretary, Boogie? I this want is my a pers- favorite sitcom. <laughs> I want a personal... I'm just going to keep playing the music. It needs to be longer. <laughs> just keep well, usually we're supposed to shut up after a We couple. can't shut up. Well, hey, man, you wanted me to bring my extra 10%. Well, here it is, buddy. It, it I can't stop talking. It's an extra 10%. All That's right. good. That's this good. This is my A game. It doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> nihilism. Nihilism was peak Kathy. Yeah, Nih- it was. <laughs> nihilism. No, no, no. Actually, I like this attitude better, and, and you definitely... Uh, I don't know, Titty... You're very judgy about my nihilism. You're a judgy, judgy jerk. Yeah, so like I said before, the reason I judge is because I have all these insecurities and things, so I try to make myself better than everybody. But as I get more therapy, hopefully soon, uh, you know, I'll stop having the need to be better than other people because I'll actually be happy. I acknowledge it. I'm a dick. What? Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. Okay, I'm a dick. <laughs> and we will bring this level of logic kink community discussion and dickness right back at you next week right next week and here's a song about checking titties every 30 days it's really important that a woman give herself a breast exam and I can help I can help 
small circular motions around the areola and working your way into the armpit. Fuck yeah, I know. And I can help. Cause if you feel a lump and a little lump, it might be nothing, but you still should go and get it checked. And why would a guy like me, you ask, be so obsessed with a woman's health care? Cause I like titties. Titties are good. Must protect titties. Bouncy, bubbly titties. Healthy for a snack. I'm loving every rack. I like titties. We like titties, really nice, ripe titties. Titties are good. Good, good titties. Titties are good. Titties are good. Must protect titties. Yeah. Things can turn quite ugly if you don't protect your juggies. So don't give cancer a chance to kick your ass. Avoid that dance. Hooters give us so much joy. So why on earth would you avoid getting to know your breasts with a simple test. It'll put your mind at rest. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big or small your chi-chis are. Every shape and size is special and worthy of respect. And if you need, I'll come to you and squeeze your boobs to help make sure that you're doing it correct. Cause I like titties. Titties are good Must protect titties Bouncy bubbly titties Healthy for a snack I'm loving every rack I like titties Do you like titties too? Yeah! Then keep them healthy so the titties are here to stay to love and touch and lick and play with Titties We need to organize those who are uber fans of boobies To inspire those who possess To get undressed Check their breasts Also be a buddy and help Razor donate money For research and patient care Will you take the dare To stand up everywhere And say I like titties Titties are good Must protect titties Bouncy bubbly titties Help me for a snack I'm loving every rack Fighting for the boobies I'm on the attack All across the land Doing breast exams Because I like titties Yes I do